Welcome to Misconnections. We're both Elizabeth. I'm Elizabeth Via, aka Lizzie. And I'm Elizabeth Wyndham, aka Beth. Misconnections is a podcast that explores our longing to connect and the circumstances that stand in our way. Each episode will bring a true story of a missed connection and an expert guest to help us unpack the themes of the story so that we can all get better at making real, meaningful connections that feel good to us. That's why we started this show. After a series of our own misconnections in dating, friendships, and family relationships, we decided to get some help. And you know what time it is? It's time for... A Misconnections Mini. Yes, you've stumbled upon a different type of episode where we're bringing more voices, more perspectives, and expanding upon conversations that we get to have around connection. started working on misconnections, we knew that the misconnection stories we were planning to share would be the most important and most sacred part of what we were creating. We also knew that neither of us had the talent required to do them justice. Nope. Nope. (laughs) So for those of you who don't already know, the process for almost all of the stories we share in a misconnections episode is that we interview the storyteller record that interview, and share it with our entrusted writer, who brings the storyteller's own words into a beautiful essay. Then, most of the storytellers we work with actually voice record their stories, which is what you listen to. Today, we're going to be joined by the very talented writer who's been bringing these stories to life. Charlotte, aka Charlie, is a writer, sign painter, thrift seeker, and all-around crafter based in Los Angeles. She is currently writing about design for print magazine while working as a sign painter for hire. She also serves as the manager of a vintage designer clothing store. It almost feels weird to say this since you've been a part of every story we've shared so far, but welcome to Misconnections, Charlie. Thank you. Yes, welcome. (laughs) We're so excited to have you. Excited to be here. (laughs) It's about time. Yes. Uh, So just a quick background is that I first became familiar with your writing, Charlie, through the game recaps that you would write for one of the now many soccer teams we play on together. (laughs) (laughs) That were incredibly detailed and dripping with personality. When we realized we were going to need someone to help us in writing these essays, Beth and I started reading more of your professional work for print magazine. And through our friendship, I also knew that you would really respect the stories and the storytellers, which was so important to us. So we decided to see if you'd help us develop what's now become our misconnections essay. And we're so, so happy that you've been along for this journey, the person who's been along for it for the the longest with us, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you very much for that. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's so funny that it it started off with those game recaps. (laughs) I didn't actually know that. You know, what's funny is I actually think I I had already told Beth that you would be a great person to work with. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, I should probably read like some of her professional art. <laughs> Maybe we'll make one of the game recaps available for the listeners to he, oh, to read so that. that they know where I was coming from. Good writing is good writing. You know, you can just tell. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so you've now spent hours and hours listening to interviews and working to bring these storytellers' words to life. I'm curious to know, what has that experience been like for you? Well, first off, thank you guys for letting me be a part of Misconnections. It's really 
been so fun and rewarding and it's been really challenging, but also it's forced me to flex certain writing skills that I haven't really had to tap into in a while, as flowery as I can get in those post-game Instagram <laughs> captions. <laughs> this sort of more like creative writing, creative nonfiction work is hearkening back to sort of my college writing days, and that's years ago at this point. And my work for print, it's again, you know, more kind of like nonfiction articles and things about like, you know, design trends and whatnot. So this is mining very different territory, just like the structure of the essays themselves being so different from what I'm otherwise writing. But also, you know, I'm listening to these incredible conversations that you two are having with the storytellers and they're being so vulnerable and real and honest. And then I'm entrusted to then somehow convey in a way that is true to them and their voice, but kind of translates to the podcast form in a way that works. <laughs> it's a lot <laughs> that I have to juggle as I'm working through each one. And they take me a long time to, to do them right. It's not something I can just kind of churn out um, in one sitting. I really have to take my time kind of emotionally to, mm -hmm. to do these stories justice. And I'm sure you two working on this podcast have to kind of take your time too with all the stuff you're doing because it is heavy and that's the point. Um, that's why we're, you know, doing this and, and why this podcast I think, you know, is resonating so strongly with so many people. I do feel an incredible sense of, kind of responsibility to the storytellers to handle their story with the utmost care and really honor them in a way that, you know, just still feels authentic to who they are. That's like the, the, the main kind of refrain I'm always thinking about when I'm writing. Yeah, word choice is involved in that and like trying to use actual phrases and sentences from the recordings that I'm listening to. Um, that's definitely something I try to do as much as possible with each essay. Some easier than others, but for the most part, um, I try to do it like every time. So what we're going to do after this is we're going to send this recording to you and you're going to format it into a misconnection <laughs> essay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of the perfect response, though, Charlie, because I do think that it is a gigantic task. Yes. It's the reason why we realized we needed someone with with writing chops, but the combination of that real empathy and creative writing skill and understanding and where we were coming from and what we were trying to create. So it's very fair to say that we wouldn't be able to really do the stories justice without the, you know, collaboration that we have with you. And so I'm glad that you've mentioned all of the different angles that you're trying to cover as you're working on it and the amount of work that goes into it, because they are really beautiful stories and they start out beautiful as they're telling them. And then you are able to craft them into something in its own format that's mm -hmm. equally beautiful. Something that strikes me is that after pretty much every interview we've done together, Lizzie and I, we're always very like humbled and just like in awe of the story that 
people tell us and just kind of like the journey that they take us on. And we send it to you because we know it's in very capable hands and somebody that's going to treat it with care, with the same humility that we, you know, feel in that conversation. And it's always like a sweet little treat when we get that little Slack notification, like, here's the next essay, (laughs) you know, for us to read and reflect upon. Many, many times I'm reading your work and thinking, thank goodness for Charlie. (laughs) What you've done and what you've described to us is very evident in the way that you have shaped these essays. So on that note, we would love to know what are some of your favorite pieces of the stories that you've worked on so far? In the first episode, which not only is that the first episode of the podcast that was released, but that was the first essay I worked on and kind of the first of of everything for us. I just loved that episode. I loved the story. I really loved writing that story. Um, That was the first, like I said, the first one I I wrote as well. And so it was kind of like uncharted waters as far as like how I was going to translate this recording into an essay, how that was then going to work with this podcast that my friend was putting together with her friend. You know, it was a lot of <laughs> a lot of unknowns at that point. Now I have more of like a rhythm and a beat and I know how things go and I'm putting them together. So that was just new and kind of like, you know, building the, the airplane as you're flying it type of thing. Mm-hmm. But I loved how it came together and I really got into a flow when I was writing it. And I think, you know, that, that largely you guys do so much of the legwork, asking such insightful questions and, and getting the storyteller to share the details and the things that I then need to really bring it to life. So, you know, obviously this is very much a team effort. But in that story in particular, I, I think the storyteller does such a good job in the almost like the performance of it in like the podcast recording. And I just love their singing throughout. Mm-hmm. I think that's such a fun refrain. And especially because it starts off with the locking of the eyes in the choir rehearsal. And so it really like weaves this beautiful through line throughout. And it ends with him singing in the car. And also his voice is so beautiful. So it really just, I think it makes for such a fun listening experience, but also in terms of the structure and the craft of the story, it's just a really beautiful kind of like self-contained thing. And that's what I'm really like striving for with the essays themselves, if you were to read them, but then to hear them being read and and sung in this case, in certain places. (laughs) It was so rewarding hearing it come to life in the end and all the producing and all the things that you all do. And then the conversation after that with Maisha was so enriching. And it really just like all these pieces coming together in that first episode. And I was like, I was so proud and I'm like so proud of you guys and I'm proud that I'm a part of it. I'm proud of the storyteller. I'm like, oh my God, we like did it. (laughs) Yeah. So I did the thing. Yeah. I mean, that's long winded, but I think the singing and just that through line was like something that I was particularly like excited about when it all came together. And then also, I think in episode two, when uh, I was listening to the recording of your conversation with a storyteller, and, you know, oftentimes as I'm listening, I I listen from start to finish the entire recording. I'm, like, going back and forth between, like, the otter file and the the doc that I'm working on. I'm, like, going back and like this. Uh, I need, like, many monitors. Maybe (laughs) next season I'll upgrade. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So when I was listening to that 
recording and I'm trying to figure out like the structure as I'm listening and the storyteller started talking about the dream that they had the body that they'd always wanted and they woke up and I was like oh my god like that's the opening right there Mm -hmm. like and I immediately like dragged that part up to the top of my google doc and then that framework for the rest of the story just like it all kind of clicked after that and I think you know hearing once again the the podcast recording come together and, and hearing the actual episode I just loved the way it started and like kind of like the sound that you added and you know all the bells and whistles that make it really sing and so I just really loved that opening and I am I'm happy the way that one came together but particularly that opening I thought was really strong yeah, I I love both of those stories so much too. I mean, it's funny because we love all of the stories and like you pointed out, there's different pieces to each of them that end up mm-hmm. showing themselves as unique and with each conversation we have, like you said, Beth, we're incredibly honored by getting to hear from that storyteller and share their version of things and in that process get really excited about the little pieces that show themselves as totally unique to this person and how they tell their story, how they see their story. And to get to, through a creative process, bring that to life is really exciting. I also Mm -hmm. think that in every conversation we have, to what you were saying, Charlie, I'm always really impressed with what great memories people have, <laughs> like yeah. the the detail that's being shared. And I think that's because these are important stories to them. So they do stick in their minds, but especially with the first story, the situationships episode, we didn't have to ask a question to get him to say what song <laughs> they were singing or listening to. And that's also, I think, something that's incredibly lovely because it is a part of who he is as a person. Music is important to him. And so to have that integrated in the story was so meaningful. And then with the next story that you were talking about, the episode would be what, how do you find someone to love you in the same way? I'm paraphrasing. Mm -hmm. So we'll have to use our best contextual clues to find it. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. that nature was so important for that storyteller. And so to start with that dream that was so grounded in being outside and get to bring that through was so meaningful and important. I love that as we're encountering that process, we each hear these things or see these things in different ways. And then, you know, Charlie, you get to write the essay around that. Beth gets to bring it to life in the sound design, and uh, I get to talk to them about it, basically. <laughs> uh, she had a lot of hands in all of that. So. Uh, I get to love it from afar, no. Um, but that's what I think has become really naturally special about this process. One thing also that's naturally special about this process is that we're all, I think, being impacted by the stories personally. Oh, yes, we are. <laughs> like you were saying, Charlie, you have to sit with them emotionally. They're they're big stories. Mm-hmm. So how have you noticed your perspective on connection being challenged or, or changed? Honestly, when I am in the process of writing the essays, I'm kind of in like full writer mode. Like I'm not in – necessarily like thinking about broader themes of like connection and misconnection when it comes to you know this podcast in writing zone but I listen to every single episode (laughs) and I've learned so much as a listener I do think like in general I easily connect with people like I feel like that is 
an attribute of mine. But obviously within that, we all struggle to connect. And there's, I think, a lot of more failures to connect than I realize. (laughs) And this podcast and being a part of this process, I think, has um, illuminated how being self-reflective is so important because these storytellers are being asked to really dig deep into these misconnections that they've, you know, volunteered to do this, but they're thinking a lot harder than maybe they realized they were going to have to, perhaps, <laughs> and and go deeper and go places that, you know, they maybe weren't expecting when they first were like, sure, I'll, I'll be on this podcast. I'll, I'll tell a story. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> <laughs> and I think just listening in on these really intimate conversations that you're having, just kind of like having this sort of wallflower point of view to the mining that each storyteller is doing with you guys, like kind of probing them and and supporting them as they just think aloud and, and reflect is just a practice that I think we should all do as, as much as we can. I know it's hard to like on our own be creating space to do that for ourselves. But just, I think working on this podcast has been such a nice critical reminder to pause, take a step back from things, think about things a little bit deeper than maybe like the fast pace of life sometimes allows us to. A real life listener review, Beth. We got yeah. it. I know. <laughs> it's true. This is about. It. <laughs> no, but it's so true, Charlie. Hearing you share your experience of that is making me reflect upon my experience of being part of this whole process. And I think it's really kind of like a sweet little gift that Lizzie and I have cultivated, starting with this conversation of like, we need more connection. Like there's so much struggle to connect, right? And then we like intentionally spend an hour talking or more to a person saying like, okay, let's talk about a sticky moment where you felt a misconnection. And in that act, we're connecting with them and they're connecting with themselves. Mm -hmm. And it just has this ripple effect. One thing that I'm always struck by after our interview is that people, they just thank us. And it always just like, it's such a treat to hear that as much as they are giving so much to us, they're also receiving something in the act of this telling of story and then allowing somebody to shape it. And then we get to share it with the greater community. So I love the just the different layers of connection that occur, Mm -hmm. even in like the production process before anybody gets to hear it. Yeah, I think to your point, Charlie, that taking a moment to just create space to think about something that's meaningful to you is impactful whenever that opportunity comes. I think one of the reasons that we wanted to start this podcast is because we know not everyone has those spaces provided Mm -hmm. to them by others. Mm -hmm. We all likely feel very lucky to have close friends and other people in our world who ask good questions and who pay attention and create space to process things that happen in our lives, which is essentially what we're doing in these conversations with these storytellers. But not everyone has those spaces. And so the fact that we get to be a part of so many 
with people is so important, but it is something that I think if we're not paying attention, we can either skip by or Mm -hmm. we can just forget is something that, you know, we're really lucky to have too. Yeah. I mean, just like the power of listening and asking questions, like that's a superpower. (laughs) Well, the process of working with you, Charlie, and just as we've been reflecting on has been truly amazing. Like you alluded to Mm -hmm. season two, we will actually keep you roped into this project with us as long as as long as you'll allow it. (laughs) Um, And just to continue to get to grow what we've been working on is really meaningful to both of us. And so thank you for not only being a part of that with us, but taking the time to join us today and tell others what that's been like. We are very grateful for all of those things. So thank you. Yes. And we're so glad to bring a voice to an important part of our process. Mm -hmm. When we say (laughs) the story is written by Charlotte Beach, Charlie, (laughs) this is who it is. Yeah, it's not just Elizabeth's around here. (laughs) Yeah, no, we've got a Charlie too. (laughs) Well, I said it already, but it's truly such a joy to work on this with you guys. And I'm very touched that you trust me with such an important part of the podcast and with such delicate information and emotions and, you know, experiences. And I really feel connected to all of these storytellers, many of whom I have no idea who they are. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I truly feel like I have a bond with them. And I'm like, such fans of all of them. And I feel like I'm connecting to them. (laughs) (laughs) Misconnections reunion. (laughs) Amazing. We'll have to have you back on, Charlie, for a part two sometime. Oh, great. (laughs) Stay wet. Thank you so much to Charlotte Beach for joining us today and for her work bringing our storytellers' words to life. You should definitely check out Charlie's sign painting Instagram account at Charlotte's Letters, which is linked in this mini-sode's show notes. She has many talents, people. Give her a follow. (laughs) So many talents. Please keep sharing your thoughts, questions, and stories with us. Email us at elizabeths at mistconnectionspod.com or send us a message on Instagram or TikTok at mistconnectionspodcast. This is Miss Connections. Thanks for listening. I'm Elizabeth Windham. And I'm Elizabeth Via. Special thanks to our guest, Charlotte Beach. Miss Connections is co-hosted, produced, and edited by us, the Elizabeths, Elizabeth Via and Elizabeth Windham. Our theme music is Feeling by Danielle Musto. Have a Miss Connections story to share with us? Email us at elizabeth at mistconnectionspod.com. And please follow, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube.